Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Let me bang you, I do let you bang Let me bang you, let you bang you, let you bang Greetings, Mary's and Virgins. Go for Jesus! Go for Jesus, people! And I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. Ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for your favorite mixed martial arts podcast. Recording out of Los Angeles, California, it's MMA Roasted with Adam Hunter. Who the fuck is that guy? Who the fuck is that? What's up, people? It's me, Adam Hunter. We've got a brand new MMA Roasted podcast. Sorry for the delay. Uh, I've been on a cruise ship the past week, and um, I've just had a crazy couple weeks, man. Um, how are you doing, Sean? Great. All right. We're off to a great start. Um, I can see you driving uh, with your Rock Revival shirt, um, but it doesn't seem like there's a it, internet. My internet's unstable. My internet. It, okay, here we go. Um, yeah, mine's fine. I'll tell you what I might be able to do. I, I've got a, a hotspot in here that I can turn on and see if that uh, speeds up my internet. I didn't think about that. Why be prepared, right? <laughs> um. How are you, by the way? You look you look happy. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I definitely am happy of, of all things. Now I'm all right, man. I'm hanging in there, just same old stuff, man. Just uh, fighting with insurance companies, going to hospital visits, things like that. So I did finish my first ever solo podcast after uh, recording it 17 times because I was unhappy with it, and then uh, found out the audio was messed up. Then I got copyright flagged on my very first one. Uh, because I was under the impression you could use videos as long as you didn't use the sound, and I didn't want to just have my giant face uh, talking, you yeah. know, like like MMA roasted. Um, so, like, I was like, uh, whatever I was talking about, I had like a video in the background, you know, uh, with no audio. But uh, no, they had like seven copyright things on there. Everything, dude. If it if it's so, I'm gonna have to like be one of those guys pointing at the thing, like you know how they do that in order to get around the copyright. So I'm gonna hire some idiot friend of mine to do that, uh, and I'm just gonna put him on every video. Pointing up to the thing that way I can get around their copyright bullshit. Well, I'm happy you're doing it though, man. That's awesome. Um, that yeah. is awesome. I, I was in I was in Laughlin two weeks ago, um, which was crazy crowd. It's just like it's just like where people either go, they're ready to die, or they have a meth, <laughs> or they have a meth problem. Like it's just right. dude, I'm on stage and I'm like, there's like one show had like, I don't know, 30 people, but they were they were dying laughing, but they had all like they all knew each other. And I asked the girl, I'm like, so what do you do for work? And she's like, feet finder. And I go, what's feet finder? She's like, oh, I sell pictures of my feet, right? And granted, uh. with a guy that was a principal for a school, right? And then some other guy goes, she's got gorgeous feet. I'd eat them right now. And it wasn't even her boyfriend. It was just some guy in the group. And I'm like, no, you won't. He's like, come here. So the guy starts sucking on her feet. Like, she's been walking all day long. And in the middle of the show, he starts, like, deep-throating her foot. It's Ugh. yeah, it's beyond gross. And I'm calling them like bunion breath. 
or he's got foot and mouth disease. Like, <laughs> that's she let him do it for free. I would think if you sell pictures of your feet to put them in someone's mouth would cost more. Like, they, that's apparently they weren't even nice feet. Like, it, oh god, yeah, it was. That, so that was that was like the, that was the, the the opening night. That was like on Thursday night. And then it just kept getting. So then my friends like the comic there like, hey, man, I started doing comedy because of you, blah, blah, blah. He goes, I live in this town about 30 miles by here called Oatman. And it's run by donkeys. Right. And I'm like, what do you what, what do you mean? He goes, yeah, man, they had a, a mining town. Uh, they had gold miners and the miners had to close up the mines. So they released all the donkeys into town. So now there's donkeys everywhere. So I'm like, I got to go see this, right? So me and the other comic drive there. Dude, we're driving and there's donkeys all over the road coming to your, like, and it's, you have to go like 10 miles an hour and they come right up to your car. They put their head in there. So now we're feeding them. We don't have any food. We're giving them like granola bars and shit. They're putting their head all the way in, right? It's, right. dude, it's a straight up. All the stores had like Confederate flags and like it was like thousands of Trump shirts and they had they have a town where the donkeys shop and they're the ones running the town. I would think they would have mostly carrots for sale there. That's what I would think. They had baby donkeys there that had signs on their head said, "Don't feed me, I'm too young to eat." Because I went and got like ten dollars worth of donkey food, right? Because I'm like, oh, I gotta, you know. So it's it was uh, the place was. Aside from the Confederate flags, the place was awesome, right? Like it was, um, it, they were like on t-shirts. There's a couple of them. I'm not going to, it wasn't like, but it was unbelievable. Um, as far as, uh, dude, it was one of the, be- it was so much fun. They have a mayor of the town, right? And the mayor is a donkey. They voted a, a donkey. <laughs> he's literally a monkey. He's a donkey and he has a mayor hat. Like he, like he's got, a, he's got a hat on. Uh, saying he's the mayor. Hold on, let's, I'll see if I can show you. I'm not. It's in Oatman, Arizona. This place, uh, one of one of the coolest places I've I've ever been to. Um, let's see. Hold you on. You know, it's, uh, he probably couldn't do any worse than our politicians are doing, though. Really, like literally, if you just <laughs> gave him multiple choice uh, decisions to make for governing. Dude, can you see? Uh, hold on, let, let me see. Can you? Can you? Can you see the uh, this right here? Uh, I see Instagram trying to come up. Do you see? Yes, you yeah, want that a donkey. Was... <laughs> Is that you and the mayor? Yeah, dude, that was uh, hold on, fuck. It says I have a security code. Oh shit, I gotta do. I gotta type in. Okay, nine. 0... <laughs> and I, oh. I can't believe you met the mayor, dude. I'm dude. It was hold on. It was the one of the fun, most fun places I, I've ever seen was this donkey place, and then they have like a, a jail you can go in, and they had like um, like like <laughs> donkey jail. No, it was like an old school de- jail and like a courthouse. There was a huge turtle walking around, like a giant turtle. So look here, I'll show you. So that's uh, me and the donkey came right to our thing. I was f- I was like feeding them. Yeah, see, hold on. Well, what are you, what are you feeding? They all surrounded me. <laughs> right. We are in open Arizona, and there's a donkey at my. Here you go, buddy. Here you go. <laughs> oh, hey, was it good? How are you? There's a donkey. All right, I'm trying to get some food. I've got some more food for you. Although he, okay, so there's a huge turtle walking around. It was, it was uh, the turtle, the sheriff. <laughs> Dude, it was it was pretty cool. I'm not gonna lie. I had a, I had a really good time at this place. I'm, I'm like going back there with my whole family. How far was it from where you were uh, going to begin with? 
It was like 30 minutes from Laughlin. It's like an hour and a half from uh, you, drove, you drove 30 minutes to see donkeys. Yes. I mean, running a town. I mean, I, mean, uh, I, guess, <laughs> I guess if you get that opportunity, you have to. Oh, 100 percent. I, I thought Don Fry tried to come on. Uh, and I heard Don Fry went to that town for the Confederate flags. <laughs> that's, that's what brought him there. So. Don's running against the mayor. So, so then I was supposed to do Greg Gutfeld. So they flew me to New York to do Gutfeld, and I stayed up at the Hard Rock. And then the, the war started. Like the war started right. on that was that Saturday. So my episode got uh, postponed. I'm doing it in two weeks. Um, Someone to New York for, uh, but I mean, I'm not going to feel bad for myself when I see people on TV getting slaughtered and raped and fucking butchered. I'm not, but I'm like, oh, poor me at the Hard Rock, you know? So, right. <laughs> but man, um, you know, it's crazy. We'll talk about that for a little bit. You know, my dad has always told me, you know, oh, everyone hates the Jews. People hate the Jews. People are anti-Semitic. And I'm like, that's not, that's not how it is. You know, nobody hates, come on. I mean, it's 2023. And uh, holy shit, man. Um, <laughs> I think my dad was right. Like, a, you know what's amazing is there's some Jews that hate themselves. Yeah, like, did you see the did you see the guys that stormed the Capitol? Not on the January 6th, where they almost overthrew the government, allegedly. Um, but they the, the people stormed the Capitol and had a sit-in, and it was Jews protesting against Israel. I was like, dude, what what parallel universe are we living in? It's, where the Jews are protesting like against themselves. For, it's like the gays for, pa, for queers for Palestine. People had a queer right. for Palestine. And I'm like, <laughs> you understand what happens to gay people? You get thrown off buildings. Like they they they, they kill you over there for being They're gay. self-hating gays for Palestine. The, the gays have to go to Israel. Um yeah. and I, I try to write a joke. I'm like, that's like the view for boners. You, right. you know, it, it's just <laughs> But um, it's, it's a mess over there, man. What's crazy is um, I had heard, I don't know if it's true or not. I was always under the impression that Jews were all really tight with each other, like, and they would never, like, fight with each other. Like, their whole community, I thought. That's yeah. what they teach us growing up, you know, in uh, the redneck areas. No, but um, I, I heard that the Netanyahu guy who's in charge over there, I guess, right? Yeah. I'd heard that he was about to be ousted. Like, they were wanting him out, and then now they're saying that he's taking advantage of that war because now he's saying that he can't be voted out during... You I know, mean, look, or you, know you could you could not support. I, I don't support like everything the Israel government does. I don't support everything our government does. You know, I mean, there's right. definitely you know a lot of governments I don't I don't support. But how could you support Hamas? And how could you support what they're doing? And how could you side with Hamas? I mean, they literally went around raping people, killing people, killing old people, going into these people were not armed. We didn't they didn't bomb a, a military base, which still wouldn't be good. But at least it's a military. Right. They're going to people that are not our people having a good time at a rave and you start shooting people and raping people. And then you got people like Jake Shields, who who's a, a friend of mine. I've always liked Jake Shields and I've always defended Jake Shields. I'm always like, you know, Jake Shields is all right, man. Like, you know, he he's a nice guy. He helps people. He's a he's a good trainer. He's a good dude. I have. But I'm like, Jake, what the fuck are you doing? I mean, he's he's retweeting Nick Fuentes, who's like a out and out fucking nazi apologist if not nazi and then like <laughs> he's not a nazi but he is sorry for them <laughs> he feels i mean he feels bad for him i mean he's saying things like jake wrote on october 17th israeli soldiers are a bunch of cowards 
no, dude, any soldiers are not cowards. Instead of entering Gaza and fighting Hamas, like they are bombing hospitals full of already injured children. Okay, it was it was already proven that that it was Hamas or another terrorist organization that bombed their own hospital accidentally. They're waiting for American soldiers to come fight for them. Like, bro, like, Jake, what are you doing? And I, look, I like Jake Shield. If, I, if Jake was here right now, we would hang out. We would talk. He, he's always been a good guy. But, bro, what, what is if going on? If he was on? here right now, he would not recognize me for the 10th time. Even though I've hung out with him 10 times, he introduces himself to me every time he sees me. I'm like, dude, are you on drugs? Like, I've, I've hung out with you like 10 separate times. Dude, like, I uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, obviously there's blame on both sides in that whole conflict, but there's not blame on what happened. Uh, there is a difference, man. There's a difference between fighting soldiers and fighting, uh, you know what I mean? Like your occupiers or what they call them. Um, most of those people, I think the, the festival was a freedom festival, which is even worse or whatever, a peace festival. And then that's what you attack. It's just, uh, you know, I don't know if you know the whole history. I assume most Jewish and Palestinian people do, but like you guys all go, it goes all the way back. Not you guys, maybe you included, but they all come from Abraham and Ishmael and Isaac. You know what I mean? So it all goes back. You're all related anyway, you know? So it's no, like, uh, I, I, well, not, not that, but the, the, the government is run by Hamas. They're, that's who's right. in charge of their government. And people that say, look, Israel has a right to exist. Palestine has a right to exist. They should both right. be separate countries. Like they, they should, and it, it seems like from from what I'm reading and hearing that Israel wanted that, and they they offered the land five times. They said, okay, here's this that, and but Hamas in their charter says they want death to all Jews, so right. they're not going to say yes. But you got to get yeah, you're not. They're not going to be happy. The Hamas people, they're not going to be happy with anything but the elimination of Jews. Completely. And they're the ones in charge of the government. But but people right. are like free Palestine. But then you can't have. You can't just give Palestine all the land. There'd be no Israel. And then what do you do with those? Right. 10, what do you do with those ten million people? And yeah, I, the worst is that they both want the. The problem is too. You know, the Temple Mount and stuff. They both want control of that because that's allegedly where. Um, oh, who was it? I don't know. Someone almost sacrificed his son. Abraham almost sacrificed his son. Is supposedly where that rock is, where the dome of the rock is, and all that. So they both want control of the Temple Mount in Jerusalem. I really hate it. Uh, not for me, but I always want to go to Jerusalem like really bad. Like it's the only place left that I want to see before I die. I mean, if I was really rich, I would see a lot of places, but, um, I want to see at least that before I die, but I like, it'll never happen now, man. Like it's, uh, you know, I was gonna, I wanted to go to Egypt at one point to see the pyramids and then like, Oh no, it's really unsafe for Americans over there. Um, I had, and then I'm like, I had okay. a tour. I had a tour. My tour that's supposed to go on got canceled. Yeah. It, uh, it's so to go next week. You know what sucks is it's dangerous for Americans all over the world because of our shitty government. You know what I mean? I had a 10 country tour. I had a 10 country tour, Russell Peters. 10 Golly. And it just got canceled. Like it's done. Like I, they're gonna have to. But listen, I mean, I'm obviously I'm. A, I would love for Palestine to have their own country, and 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 you know live in peace. You know, I I, I like I, I love Bilal Muhammad. He's a fucking great guy. I I have nothing. It's you know I just I want both countries to have their own. You know their own country and you know if, if, if it takes obviously getting the settlements get israel out of the out of the uh out of the west bank sure like they you know go ahead give them the settlements out just peace that's all that's all yeah. I want. And <laughs> neither side i think will ever be happy until the other side's gone i think that's the goal <sighs> deep down i think that's the goal neither will be happy uh until the other side's completely gone and when you're radicalized like that now that it's summer you might be looking for wholesome 
convenient meals for sunny, active days. I, I know I am, okay? And Factor, which is America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. Not number two, number one. It can help you fuel up fast with flavorful and nutritious ready-to-eat meals delivered right to your door. You'll save time, you'll eat well, and you'll stay on track reaching your goals, okay? Are you too busy with summer plans to cook? I am. It takes me forever to cook, and I ruin the meals. But I want to make sure that I'm eating well, and so should you. Well, with factors, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping and the prepping and the cleaning, okay? While still getting the flavor and the nutritional quality you need. The factor is fresh, never frozen. Ew. Uh, their meals are ready in just two minutes. That's right, two minutes. Although when I do stuff in two minutes, my wife complains, okay? But not with factor. All you got to do is heat and enjoy and then get back outside and soak up this warm weather. Vitamin D, all right? Looking for calorie conscious options this summer? You can try the delicious, dietitian approved, calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serving. That's 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 nothing. That's you burn that off. I don't know, jogging. All right. You need an extra boost to support your wellness goals this summer? I do. We'll try the protein plus meals with 30 grams of protein. Hell yeah. Get get rough. Look at look at these guns, people. All right. So check it out. Check out Factor. Head to factormeals.com slash roasted50 and use code roasted50 and get 50% off your first box. That's half off your first box. That's code roasted50 at factormeals.com slash roasted50 to get 50% off your first box. All right. Check it out. You're going to thank me later. I got this cute dog. She's she's teething right now, uh, but she's she's adorable. All right. No more biting. Got to get some chew toys. So thank you guys so much. Hope you guys are having a wonderful day. And check out Factor right now. You're not gonna. It's funny because you talk to someone from you talk to someone uh, Palestinian, and they'll be like, "If you had any idea what the Jews do," and then you talk to someone who grew up in Israel. Uh, I used to know a girl that grew up in Israel. It's like, if you had any idea what those Palestinians do, you know what I mean? And both of it, both sides think they're right. So it's like you're not going to. When it's to your very core, you believe that you are the rightful owner of that land. I don't think it's gonna. You know, just luckily the uh, Native Americans didn't fight back against us too hard because we'd still be doing that today in uh, the United States, if not. Oh, but, it's, uh, but all these people that are like saying, oh, you know, like like people that have no idea, like like that porn star, Mia Khalifa, who gave a who gave a blowjob in a hijabi, like 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 they, she'd be, she would last nine. Fucking like a lot of work. <laughs> she would last nine seconds over there before they, yeah. but, she, but she got, she wrote, you know, turn the phone this one so that way we could see. And now somebody had a really funny thing that tweet. They go, uh, she's the only one with a bigger body count than Hamas. Right. Was, <laughs> yeah. Good Lord. <laughs> yeah. That's a great, and probably correct. Great joke. Great joke. Uh, anyway. Uh, so since, since we have been gone, there's been a lot. So Conor McGregor, uh, so there's no more USADA. Have you heard about this? Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that, that whole thing cracked me up, man. So the UFC, USADA and the UFC are no longer together. They're saying it's because of McGregor. UFC saying it's not because of McGregor. They're going with a different thing. It's called like, I don't know, clean drug program or something. Or right. um, <laughs> It's the same pro program that runs the NFL, so I'm sure it'll be very strict. Because oh, really? everybody in the NFL is on steroids. I talked to a couple guys. I think I told you this before, but uh, they uh, they tell you in the NFL, I was talking to a couple of, I don't want to say their names, but I was at the same uh, resort as them in Florida. And uh, 
They told me that the NFL, your random drug test, you get a nine-month notice. Like, by the way, October 2024, you're going to have a random right. drug test, so make sure you're not on steroids then. You know, like, it's uh, the whole thing's a scam. I think they should just quit. Let the athletic commissions do it and forget it, man. You know what I mean? Just let them, let them just get rid of it. It's ridiculous. Well, now, I mean, since yet, uh, have you seen what happened, uh, the the beef between uh, Gordon Ryan and Johnny Eblen? No, I know. Uh, I don't know who Johnny Eblen is, but I know Gordon Ryan was in uh, Logan Paul's camp. And uh, he, he, I know Ryan admits taking steroids, doesn't And he says they're not illegal in jiu-jitsu. And of course I take them, you know, so I don't, I don't. Right. So, he, so he, so he, you know, he posted finally, people are going to want to watch it. It's going to be much better, this and that. Uh, Johnny Eblen, who's undefeated in Bellator, arguably never lost a round. He's a champion. He goes, not that I'm trying to stir up any unwarranted drama. Yeah, of course. But Gordon <laughs> Ryan just say that MMA should allow athletes to be on steroids because it would supposedly make it more entertaining. Hey, bro, there's a reason your health sucks. And it has a lot to do with you wanting to be an entertainer. Athletes are humans, too. And there's a life after fighting. Steroids and other performance enhancers destroy the possibility of a good functioning life as you age. You took that shit and now you're stuck. And you want to bring the rest of us down with you? I really hope MMA organizations can see an obvious set of liabilities that come from more brain damage and body damage when athletes retire. One thing is taking steroids when you grapple, another one you're getting punched, kicked in the face. Uh, how about, how can you consider being the GOAT in order to train, uh, you have to be on steroids. You tell me the guy on the right would know what he knows about grappling and not been on the sauce. Don't get me wrong. Dude's amazing what he does. Really can't do anything without steroids. And then he posted a picture of him. Have you seen the picture of him before and after? Yeah, yeah, I've seen those before. Yeah. Uh, Sean, uh, you seem to be an expert at this. What uh, What are your thoughts on uh, what he said? I'm, I'm pretty sure Gordon Ryan would beat anyone in jiu-jitsu with or without steroids. <laughs> that's okay. not – if it was that simple, every bodybuilder would dominate grappling. You know what I mean? Like, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Uh, obviously, he's going to be – have more endurance, be stronger and bigger. But um, if other guys can do it, it's not cheating. If everybody's allowed to do it, it's not – you know, side the rules, not cheating. Uh, if he's talking about not bringing him into the UFC – well, I thought it was unfair when I was in the UFC that I had a medical condition that made my testosterone. My body doesn't produce testosterone anymore, and it's not from taking steroids. It literally, I started at 25 years old taking testosterone because my body doesn't produce it. So you would say if I wasn't taking them, everyone else had an unfair advantage because I didn't have any testosterone. You know what I mean? I'm not allowed to take a medicine, basically. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not allowed to take something that my body needs. Um, so I had to cycle off ahead of time. By the time I went to cut weight... I felt terrible because I had to be off my testosterone for a month in order to pass the test that never came. I always thought there was a test coming, but it never did. Um, but uh, so I would have no testosterone when I would go to fight. I would have no testosterone leading up to the fight for a month and feel horrible, like absolutely horrible, and then have to cut weight and go in and fight. And then I found everybody had TRT exemptions except me, like even guys that were 21 years old, the FC had them. Um, but then they outlawed it. They outlawed it when I went to try to get one. Um, but yeah, it's uh, dude, you're never going to stop steroids. The guys who can afford um, to get the good stuff, the chemists, um, not to out anybody, but Bob Sapp was telling me about peptides in 2013, which is peptides are the newest thing everybody's taken. Bob Sapp told me in 2013 that it was better than HGH, and everyone I knew had never even heard of it. You know what I mean? I guess he he knows a lot of people in Thailand, like Bob Sapp does, and he knows like that's where a lot of guys go, but. Um, you're not going to stop it. There's untraceable stuff like in microdose. People are always going to be doing it. Conor McGregor, I think he should have taken steroids to heal. Like, absolutely, he was on him, and I think he just took advantage of, well, I'm taking this to heal. I might as well put some muscle on, you know? Um, but uh, they don't make that much a difference. Athletically, it helps, but it's not uh, 
it's not a world of difference. You're not going to become John Jones taking steroids. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, they're taking average guy. He's not going to become a great fighter just because of steroids. It's like uh, like anything else. You know what I mean? You can you can take a guy who's not an athlete and give him every steroid in the world, and he's not going to be that much better an athlete. You know, right. like it's just uh, it'll, you know helps you like you can train longer, you recover faster. But I liked it for recovery. Was my thing, man. I wasn't as sore. I got like uh, HGH especially. I didn't sleep as much. I wasn't as sore. I just felt great physically. You know, so. Well, well, I don't know, but I, I they're, know. Not, they're I, never going to stop it. So. I like the idea of it not being legal just because it's just, I don't think that uh, people should be pressured to take them, you know? Right. I just wonder the NFL, like, how are they, if guys think those guys are bench pressing, coming into the NFL, a 21 or 22-year-old kid is bench pressing 600 pounds, and actually, it's not happening. You know what I mean? These guys that are just absolutely shredded at 22 years old, like, I mean, 280 pounds shredded, like, that's not natural. And that's not, and you, watch that, can't do it. you watch BS High? Uh, no, I haven't had a chance to do it yet, man. Oh. I've looked for it actually. What platform is it on? Because when it's I on, search, it's like on Max, it. HBO Max. HBO Max. Okay, yeah. No, I still need to do it. I told uh, my girlfriend about it, and uh, oh. she actually wanted to watch it. She thought it sounded so ridiculous that she was interested. So it, it's crazy. Um, You're gonna be shocked. You're gonna be shocked. So <laughs> it we'll sounds, yeah, this. I looked for. I looked on Netflix for it, and I think I looked on the other. Uh, I don't remember what the other one is that we have, but I didn't see it on either one. So we got to talk about a lot of stuff, but the Jake Paul, Dylan Dennis debacle, because I was I was so excited. to. Did you see the the lead up was great when he brought up yeah. when Logan brought up? Uh, uh, I mean, not Jake Paul, Logan Paul, Dylan Dennis, when he brought up Chris Hansen. Yeah, that was amazing. That was a great idea. Yeah, that, that was, was uh, hilarious. <laughs> and then he got hit with a microphone. All, all right. Like, how is that not assault with a weapon? I mean, how, and how was he able to fight with a cut on his face still? Like, it's just like they just threw all the rules out for this fight. Like, no, no, he's got a cut on his eye. It doesn't matter. He can still fight. Like, it, uh, then the fight itself, Dylan threw nine punches. I think it was yeah. nine punches. Um, what, what was that? Like, dude, it, this, this, I talked about this on my podcast or whatever. This stupidity where you think your opponent's going to get tired from punching you is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like you don't get tired. I get a heavy bag for two hours. You know what I mean? Like you don't get, when there's no threat of a punch coming back, you're not wearing the guy down. Like you're not, yeah. he can stand there and just punch you. There's no threat of retaliation, no threat of a counter, nothing. You can relax. You can tell Logan Paul can relax because he had no threat of getting swung back on. And they're like Dylan Dennis's corners. Like, Oh no, that was our plan. That was your plan to let him get punched for five rounds. It's that it comes from Rocky three, man. Like when Rocky was like, come on, you ain't so I mean, bad. He's just gonna sit there and like, like that doesn't help. It's like Rocky help. one, where he's like, "All I gotta do is go the distance and I win." I'm like, dude, Logan Paul is not fucking Lennox Lewis. Like, like, right? Like yeah. we're celebrating, we're celebrating not getting knocked out by Logan Paul. That's a victory now. Like, how low has the bar? Anyway. And he didn't even try. That's a, he didn't even throw anything. That's what I don't understand. If you come into fight, he wasn't tired. Like it is like he's too exhausted to. I think he was afraid of getting knocked out and embarrassed. So instead, he'd rather get embarrassed for not for throwing nine punches in six rounds. Like I, I don't understand. I, I don't get it. Well, if you're there, you might as well fight, man. You know what I mean? Like you're going to be embarrassed either way. So, so Crystal Pittman, you're, you're on here with a uh, former UFC superstar Sean McCorkle. We have a BKFC. <laughs> Fighter, this girl, by the way, is a badass. Uh, she, I watched her from her fights. Talk about brawl. She just goes forward the entire time. She uh, goes forward and wings. Crystal, how are you? Crystal? <laughs> I, can, I can see her. Uh, hello, can you see me? Uh, you can't hear me. Yeah, we're talking to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so... 
Mm. Might have to re-sign on or something. Okay. Well, that, that was Chris Logan. Uh, so, yeah, I don't understand. I mean, and then Logan goes on Pierce Morgan afterwards. Look, I mean, I, I mean, I mean, Dylan went on Pierce Morgan. Even Pierce Morgan was like, what was that? That was the worst fight I've ever seen. <laughs> you landed when more Pierce Morgan is criticizing your fight, you know you've hit an all-time low. You landed like, more Pierce punches. Morgan was like, what was that supposed to be? I, I, I said he lost three sports in six rounds. He lost the wrestling match, jujitsu, and he lost the boxing. Um, do, do you think anybody told him when he was sparring, like, you look good? I think his plan the whole time was to just make it. I don't know. I think he was trying to get anyway through the microphone. I think he was trying to get it called off. I don't think he has any interest in boxing. Um anybody and he can he can forget fighting in the ufc he's talking about fighting the ufc like dude logan paul beat you up badly sparring yeah. boxing you're not a ufc level striker you know what i mean like i wasn't a ufc level striker and i would knock logan paul out if i boxed with him when i was back in those days easily back in those days you know what i mean like he's not a good boxer he's not nearly as good as his brother so, so crystal, it, crystal can you hear me i can hear you now i'm sorry yeah, i had yes. to um Go out and leave because you guys, I couldn't hear, I couldn't say anything. I couldn't hear anything. Oh, here we are. We're, we're here with uh, the beautiful Crystal Pittman. She's a bare knuckle boxer and you are, your fights, I watched some of your fights last night. They're crazy. You just go forward the entire time. You, you, <laughs> um, what's your, what's your background in uh, fighting? So I'm actually pr pretty new. I started pretty late in uh, my career, pretty late, uh, probably around 29, 30s when I actually really started. And I did an Ami, a couple Amis, and I did um, smokers and stuff. But when it came to pro, I did just enough and I went straight into uh, bare knuckle because I thought that this is where I need to be. So I just went 100% all for it. <laughs> and I love you, every single second of it. <laughs> how do you go right into bare knuckle? Like, how did you get the offer? How did you find out about it? So it was during COVID. And, um, you know, I had a real straightforward goal. Like I wanted to make my pro debut by the time I was 35. I dropped everything to just kind of um, put everything I had into my training and try to get as far as I could, you know, um, and dedicate my time and not put it on the back burner. Uh, so my goal was to make my pro debut by the time I was, uh, 35 and, um, COVID happened and I was going to be 35, uh, that year. And I was like, man, and I got COVID too. And I was like, well, so the sound out, the sound out. I can't, you know, Adam heard. Her and I have something in common. We both waited till we were 29 to start hitting women barefisted. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, okay, I heard barefisted. What? <laughs> Nothing. Okay, so. I, I, uh, oh, no, I got to repeat it. I said we have something in common. We both waited till we were 29 to start hitting women barefisted. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's so Thank bad. You. <laughs> um, so you start. So you're, so you're 35. You get COVID. That's why we lost you. Oh, yeah. Uh, I ended up getting COVID. And I was like, oh, maybe, um, you know, maybe it'll still happen. I'll just keep working. Hopefully COVID didn't fuck everything up. Uh, I had some injuries that were really shitty for MMA because I was training MMA and Muay Thai and stuff. So anyway, COVID was still going and BKFC I saw running and I was, I was like, oh, my gosh, they're still, you know, doing their yeah. fights. They're still showing their fights. And I just like instantly connected with uh, BKFC. I did a lot of a lot of history on it. And 
I learned about it. So I was like, oh my God, this is exactly where I want to be. So I just, I just first somehow, oh, Mike Richmond. Um, I met Mike Richmond and he got me connected. Uh, through Mike? a man. Huh? Where did you meet Mike? Where did I meet him? Yeah. So we actually met at his fight. Uh, what was it? April 30th. Uh, like 2020 was that 2020 <laughs> but uh he i didn't actually like meet him he, i knew i met him from somebody i knew and they kind of connected and so i got connected with bkfc and ended up signing my uh pro contract my 35th birthday wow so, so on her first fight her eye was falling off like i her <laughs> eye she the guy's like, it was a good fight. She was landing some great punches, but uh, your hand was dropping a little bit, but that was your first fight. But her eye, Sean, when I say it was like, it was like a, and then they interview her. Like, so they stopped the fight going into, I think, the fourth, but it was a very competitive fight. And then she's like, yeah. this was the most fun I've ever had. Uh, <laughs> I love this. I was like, dude, this chick is fucking nuts. <laughs> Yeah. Most yeah. Of them are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you did, but that was a great fight. So now you're two and three. Um, but your fights are always they're always bangers. Are you are you are you gonna keep the style of just go forward and just brawl, or are we gonna get more more slick? Yeah, well, my last fight was not just all brawl. I mean, I did it. I it's definitely changed a lot since I've changed teams. I, I moved out here to Florida to become part of a really good um combat team uh so he, they've uh i've grown a lot i'm very very have evolved a lot since my lot my obviously my first fight but um really getting to know how to be more slick how to head movement all that stuff keep my hands up we're really really working on all that stuff so um you know I, all the girls that i fight are it doesn't matter if they're making their pro debut in BKFC. They're always going to have more experience than me because they have a big amateur background right. and probably pro, you know, pro background. So um, I'm actually, I'm literally growing with the sport. So it's, uh, I've definitely am growing into my style and I'm growing into being very aggressive, but also being very slick, elusive movement. So it's just, you know, it's a learning as I go. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, look, it's entertaining as hell, and uh, you got balls of steel, and you're tough, and you have heart. <laughs> yeah. you, have, you have heart. You can't teach heart. That's the you one. You can't. Thing. You're you're not a quitter. You you're and you're you're from Fresno. I am from Fresno. Yeah, my wife's from Fresno. That's why I asked. Oh, is she nice? Yeah. She, are you from like Clovis area or? I am Clovis. I'm a Clovis girl. Ah. <laughs> Born raised Clovis girl. <laughs> And then you were training in uh, Visalia, right? Which is, is there a lot of good bare knuckle boxing gyms in Visalia? No, uh, no, there's not. Uh, I mean, I think there might be a couple, you know, I started traveling out to Visal Visalia because of, it was a, I heard they were like the mo the best Muay Thai gym out there. Um, and I didn't know, really know any places to go out in Fresno. So I, I was just like, okay, I'll just go out there. So I ended up staying out there. But no, I don't think, I mean, I don't think it's any different than, you know, a lot right. of places out in. So did I you, grow up like on a, you grew up like on a farm and stuff? 
I actually do have family that have like a big ranch and all that stuff. Like I'm a country girl at heart. <laughs> you don't because I look at you and you got the tats and the beautiful face and the boobs. Like I don't think like farm girl. Uh, <laughs> so I'm all do do farm girls not have breasts. I don't I don't understand that comment. <laughs> I don't know. I just I just but but no, I'm just this is not a real anyway. So I'm just saying. <laughs> Uh, but that's all now you're in Miami or you're, you're in Boca or you're what, what gym are you at? Uh, we're, we're in Tampa. So oh, we, nice. um, it's really nice. Cause I'm fighting, you know, last time we fought in Lakeland, we fought, uh, we fought now this time we're fighting in Orlando. So it's really cool to be able to fight locally. You know, I will travel obviously still. And, uh, I love traveling for for the sport, but it's cool when they have a Florida because they're not out in California, so I can't fight in California. Are but it'd be Mike really Perry? fucking cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Are you are you at Mike Perry's gym? No, I don't know where Mike Perry trains. Because I heard he was at uh, in uh, Tampa. Oh, is he? Oh, probably for his upcoming in December. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That card, by the way, have you seen it, Sean? It's Mike Perry. No. Mike Perry versus Eddie Alvarez. Oh, I didn't know that was actually going to happen. I knew they talked about it, but I didn't know it was actually going to happen. Which is like not even in the same weight. I mean, it's a great fight, but isn't Perry like 84 to like 70? And yeah, 85? I think he struggles to make 70, so it'd be uh, Eddie Alvarez moving up quite a bit. So, And then Ben Rothwell versus Todd Duffy is on the card. Yeah. If Duffy doesn't pull out. Yeah, I mean, I like Duffy, but that's a tough fight in, bar in your bare knuckle debut against Ben Rothwell. That dude is yeah. like fucking made for this and then it's rowdy yeah, back versus gene Fahea again um it, the, the whole card's great that's a great card yeah it's gonna be a really really good card and they're having it in utah <laughs> i don't know who is man i don't know who is funding them but they are putting together some a lot of mma promotions are paying crazy money now so maybe there was always money in it and i didn't realize it but it's uh if you see some of the purses man they offer even at george um Masvidal's game bread bare knuckle. It'll be like a preliminary card pays 12 and 12, like preliminary spot, you know, more than the UFC pays. It's crazy. Have you seen that that uh that next card, by the way, the bare knuckle? It's uh for game bread? Yeah, yeah, for game bread. It's uh Roy Nelson. Uh it's Roy Nelson versus uh Alan Belcher. Oh uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh and like the whole car is and Hector Lombard's on the card. And uh, Trinaldo's on the card. Um, and then what's his name? That guy, Hick Diaz, is on the card. That guy, that crazy guy um, that did the Ultimate Fighter. You know what I'm talking about. The dude, uh, you know, he's got like three. I know. You, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I know you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Is it Jason? Yeah, or... Jason Knight. Yeah, Jason yeah, Knight. Jason Knight. Yeah. That's a great card, too. 100%. So yeah, I'll probably watch it. So are you married? you have a boyfriend? What's, what's, what's going on? Yeah, I have a boyfriend. We, uh... That's Jared. He's uh he's with BKFC as well. Oh no. So so uh -uh. he uh he he's actually getting ready for his next fight for the UK. We're going over to the UK for his. It's gonna be awesome. That's awesome. And you guys met at a yeah. you got, you got better at a BKFC event? Yeah, we did. Uh it was at a uh in Miami. <laughs> and then we met each other and then we kind of just like just really, really, really clicked, and we just now we're we've been together for like a year and a half. <laughs> Jared, Jared, who? Jared Warren, Jared Captain Warren. Deadpool. Yeah, <laughs> he just recently fought on July as well uh, with um, uh, Josh Dyer. Uh, oh, okay. Josh Dyer did an illegal blow to the back of the head, so 
it went no contest uh, and that was for the title. But so hopefully they'll rematch that or he'll get another opponent for a title. But this time, this isn't for the title, but we're going over to the UK and going to fight an undefeated nice. fighter over there. Yeah, it's going to be so cool. I'm so excited because I've never been over to the UK. So it's going to be awesome. Now, I see that you're sponsored by OnlyFans, right? You have, you have OnlyFans all over. And now, I don't, uh, I'm not a member of OnlyFans just because me, me and my wife share a joint account. And she'd probably be like, what, what is this? What is going on? I, I, I'd be, you know. You guys share a joint OnlyFans account? Yes, we share a joint fucking checking account. <laughs> so she would see that and be like, what's an OnlyFans bill? Um, and then I'd have to explain to her. But um, <laughs> what type of, like, client, do you get guys asking for weird shit? Do they, I mean, what kind of things that, so, so someone joins your OnlyFans, is it you training or are guys, like, sending me topless pics? What, what goes on? No, I mean, I always make sure to state that I'm a sponsored athlete because no matter what, you know, my fighting comes first and and that has been a great um, way to connect with fans that want to come over there. I don't, uh, I really just, you know, I do a lot of training videos, you know, me and Jared, we actually have our one together. So we do some spice stuff. It's fun. We do. We just have fun with it. So we use some wait, just, hold on. What's what, spice stuff? spice like we get some spicy stuff in there. yeah like you know just some fun stuff <laughs> i'm not gonna tell you what's on there because uh it's a paid wall okay so. <laughs> so you, all right so you guys have like sex videos on the only fence no what no. do you think i am i i have no i i have no idea i thought it was a, a spice i thought you would a spice stuff is like Oh, okay. All right. So I'll let guys use your imagination. <laughs> when stuff, you know, and there's a difference between saying spicy and saying porn. <laughs> we don't do sex. I didn't say sex video. Well, because I saw someone show me a send me a picture of Paige Van Zandt and Austin's thing, and I, and now I, I've seen his penis now, and I, I didn't want to see his penis. Uh, yeah. And, and now, but. Like it's, I mean, his penis was next to her, and I guess it's cute that they're a couple, and it's nice that they're showing that they like each other. But now I can't look at him without thinking of his cock. Uh, <laughs> so yeah. Well, before you were just well, thinking of his ass all the time. <laughs> so. Right. I guess it just. I guess it just depends on how you look at him after seeing his cock. Not that good, to be honest. Uh, I think I. I think I looked at him a lot better before seeing his cock. Uh, I mean. It, <laughs> It wasn't hard, so it was like I, I don't know. Anyway, um, you gotta. Well, that made it better for you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> probably, honestly, if I'm being honest, uh, yeah. If it was bigger, I'd be like, oh well, I could see what you know, what 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 she sees in him. I mean, I'm oh just more than that. But anyway, yeah. So all right, well, you have spice stuff with your boyfriend. Uh, <laughs> that, that, that's good. Now, do you have any kids or no? Yeah, I do. I have. I have a son. Mm -hmm. But I, I like to keep him very private, but I do have a son. He's my best friend and um, he's a, uh, he stays over in Cali right now. And I go back and forth between fights and stuff because I just didn't think it was fair to continuously just drag him everywhere with me. I have to train so much. So I was just trying to think what would be best for him and in school and friends and stuff. So well, you got to be the coolest mom. Your mom, I never heard of someone's mom's a bare knuckle fighter. I mean, that's, <laughs> That's pretty damn badass. Most moms are in yeah. the UK or in, you know, librarians or something. So that's he loves it. Yeah. He always shares with his teacher and his friends. And he's like always like telling his friends that his mom fights on TV and she's fighting on TV soon. And he always 
shares posters. So it's really cool for him. He really, really likes it. Like I always, it's, it's awesome. Cause you know, I've always wanted to make him so proud, you know, so it's, it's so huge for me to be able to give him to be, you know, something proud of. So, well, I mean, so. uh, I love, uh, now where can people follow you? Uh, the rugged beauty, uh, on my Instagram. I mean, you can just type in Crystal Pittman and I'll, I'll pop right up. And your but next Friday is when? It's November 3rd. So we're two weeks out. I'm really, really excited for this fight. So who are you fighting? Uh, Jordan Ralston. She's, nice. this is going to be her debut, uh, with BKFC. So I get to welcome her into the ring. It's awesome. And the fight is so. where? It's going to be in Orlando at the Orange County Convention Center, I believe. And Mr. Olympia is actually going to be that same weekend at the same convention. I don't know if you guys follow the, you know, the bodybuilding stuff, yeah, yeah. but. And then who's the main event? And then are you the main event or? I believe I'm feature or somewhere on the, I'm somewhere on the, uh, the main card, but we have our teammate, uh, Dave Mundell is defending his title. So right. he's, he's fucking badass. All the guys that I train with, I mean, I feel like they're just so badass. <laughs> We're just like, I just see them. I'm always so proud of them. Uh, they, they they do so good. Yeah. Well, so listen, it's going to be a good fight. You got to, I never had a bare knuckle fight. Oh, I've had fights, but, but I don't, I really don't know what I'm talking about. But my advice is this on your fighting, you, you get in great, but you, but you, you don't, you clinch, hold on to her and then punch her. Cause you, 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 sometimes you let these girls go, you know what I'm saying? Like you, you're, <laughs> you're so good at punching people, but sometimes they get away. So we got to, right. We got to clinch her up. Yeah, we got to <laughs> grab onto a fighter because sometimes, you know, I got you. That's my only advice. Uh, so. <laughs> I got you. My last opponent, she was like super tall. So it's like hanging on to a damn giraffe. <laughs> yeah. Sure but she was hard. really sweet though. Uh, she was, she was really, really nice. I don't usually like to talk shit on my opponents beforehand unless they, you know, talk a little bit of shit. But, you know, I try to keep it real sportsmanship and humble unless they don't want to. And then and then I'm not. <laughs> well, Crystal, it was an honor to meet you. Uh, keep it nice up. Nice to meet you. And, and uh, thank you. Thank you for everything. And good luck. Thank in you the so fight. much. Good luck. In this yes. Fight. Thank nice. you so much. Bye, you guys. Take care. Grand slams, no hitters, and double plays are back. That's right. And there's no better place to get on the MLB action than FanDuel, America's number one sports book and official partner of Major League Baseball. And guess what, people? New customers in Massachusetts get in on the action with $200 in bonus bets. Guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just sign up at FanDuel.com slash Boston. And finally, you can bet on all your favorite sports from the money line to point spreads to player props and more. I love it, okay? So I'm going to bet. I'm going to go on FanDuel. So now, bet on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Don't miss your chance to get $200 of bonus bets. Win or lose. How great is that? Okay? Visit FanDuel.com slash Boston and make every moment more. That's FanDuel, the official partner of Major League Baseball. You got to be 21 and older uh, and present in Massachusetts. Okay, your first online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable. 
and bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Help is here. So is hope. Hope and help. Gamblinghelplinema.org or call 1-800-327-5050 for 24-7 support. Play it smart from the start. GameSenseMA.com or call 1-800-GAM-1234. That's FanDuel. Check it out now. Right now. You want to bet? That's where you go. All right. That was Crystal Pittman. Um, Isn't it crazy how nice fighters can be sometimes? Like, I don't picture if you met her, you wouldn't think she would be a girl that would fight, you know? like it's, No. And I'm always like, yeah. I, I never met her before. I never, I never interviewed her. So I'm always like worried that I'm going to say the wrong thing and she's just going to hang up on me. <laughs> like call her a porn star. <laughs> oh, so you and your boyfriend are doing porn on OnlyFans? Yeah, like I mean, that was me holding back. Uh, I had like w- I had way fucking worse questions. Like this. so, it was, like when you suck his cock. No, but uh, but but she seems like really sweet and, re- and fun. And uh, I mean, that's crazy. The thirty six years old. Like I'm gonna be a bare knuckle boxer. You know, that's most people that have career. You know, they become an accountant or something. Um, they don't just yeah. go into bare knuckle boxing. It's a lot easier. I wouldn't say it's an easier sport for women, but it's easier for them to get into because if you have any ability at all, you know, as a woman, like any fighting ability at all, um, they're dying for female fighters right now. It's kind of like when I got in the UFC as a heavyweight, it was way easier than if you were a 155-pound fighter. I mean, good luck if you're a 155-pound fighter and getting in. Uh, but heavyweight, they were starving for people. That's why they tried to set me up to get marked or knocked out by Mark Hunt. But they were like, uh, hey, we got another first-time UFC guy. You want to fight him? I was like, sure. Did you see the tag team boxing last week? No, I keep hearing about it, but I haven't been able to find it. Like I, I it, was on, it. it was on the undercard of the uh, of the Jake Paul. I mean, the I keep saying Jake Paul. It's Logan Paul. Uh, I thought it was a joke when they were talking about it. They, they asked uh, Mike Perry about it if he would ever do tag team boxing, but I literally thought they were kidding. When no, here said, here here it is. Likes to start, and he's coming out with power punches. Good defense from Nick Lamont right here. You know, cutting his angles, defending his body well. He's out already. Yes. Here comes. So, so both guys don't have to tag at the same time. You can just pick it yeah, as you go. You can tag whatever you. <laughs> Dude, I, I would try to do tag team MMA at my first show, and the commission shut it down. And I was like, you know, it's an exhibition. It's not going to be a real fight. And they were like, we know what you're doing. Like, they were like, because I was acting like it was because I was going to do a spinning back fist. Only match two, where two guys could only throw spinning back fists. Because I knew once they got dizzy, it would be amazing. You know what I mean? After yeah. the fifth time you throw spinning back fists, they would be stumbling around. And the commission told me I couldn't do that either. So if I ever promote again, I'm just going to put on a show without the commission's like permission and call it kickboxing and then just do whatever I want is what I'm going to do. So so here's what Dylan Dennis says. You ran from a jiu-jitsu guy for six rounds. Every interview you bragged about knocking me out in the first. But guess what? You barely touched me. Give me a proper boxing camp. Consider your pathetic unwillingness to fight. I'd obliterate you. Like, what? He had like he didn't have a boxing camp. They've been he's been talking about boxing for three years now. Like he didn't have a good boxing camp. <laughs> like what? Uh, I mean, he's he's hilarious. He happens to be fucking funny. I mean, he happens to be hilarious. Uh, but yeah. you can't not like him. But I watch his interviews. Like I didn't want to like him, but he's really likable if you watch his interviews. Man, he's funny. He says some funny stuff. He is funny, but also like what I mean, he says, uh, 
Hey, if I were Nina, I'd call off the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> if I were Logan, I would call off the wedding. I'll tell you what. I don't know. <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that that became like, yeah. So that was that was crazy. Uh, did you watch the UFC fights last week? The Sadiq Youssef and the, any of those? No, no, man. I actually even missed. I had to rewatch the uh, Logan Paul fight. I didn't realize it was over in uh, the UK, so I didn't know it was on earlier that day. And I just started seeing results on my phone. That's the worst, man. Of course, I'm glad I didn't sit there in anticipation waiting to watch Dylan Dennis not throw punches back. But, uh, yeah, I saw the results. I was like, wait, it's 7 p.m. How do they have results already? And I realized they started at, you know, UK time. So, um Apparently they're on Bellator's uh, Bellator's uh, advertising program because I didn't see anything about what time it started on Saturday. Just that it was Saturday. Is well, Bellator I mean, going out of business? I guess is that the well. I guess Showtime is done with boxing and MMA. Right. So, so I guess Bellator's done. Or I don't know what I don't know what they're doing. Um, I I think we we have a Bellator guy who's uh, who's ranked uh, second coming on pretty soon. Um, so that's uh, you know pretty awesome. So we're gonna we could obviously ask him about it. Uh, ask. I know they, they released the card for Bellator 301 and said it might be the last Bellator, and I was like, "Wow, what a banger for the last Bellator!" Nobody who I recognize the name of. Oh yeah, I mean, so uh, we have Rufian Stotts coming on, so uh, we could definitely ask him. Uh, and before, so anyway, well, last week it was uh, Sadiq Youssef, who I, I happen to love. He came here. Uh, he's from Africa. He's he had four. He he had his he had fifteen brothers and sisters. Four moms at the, at the same time, um, and his dad. He's some kind of polyamorous or family. Um, but one, one of the moms took him over here, um, and he 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 was killing Barboza. Like I had Barboza out in the first. Like they were saying ten seven round, and then Barboza came back and won. Um, didn't stop him, but just one on points, uh, three rounds to two. But yeah, that was crazy. And then. Um, Jonathan Martinez beat Adrian Yanez by leg kicks. He has like three stoppages by leg kicks, this guy. He just... Is, is he kicking the calf or the upper leg? He's kicking everything. Uh, the guy, he? yeah, no one can walk after him. And then uh, Michael Pajera came out with an Israeli flag. So people were very, very angry about that. He's the guy from Brazil that would, like, joined the circus. Um, right. But wait, where, where were they? Where was the fight at? Las Vegas. But I guess now they're allowed... angry that an Israeli flag. Well, now flag. they're allowed to bring flags back. Like they ban right. flags. So he wore he wore an Israeli flag. He said based on the people what happened in the massacre, and he felt terrible. And people were mad at him because of that. It's just like, I mean, but now this week <laughs> culturally appropriating the Jews. <laughs> no, they were mad at him because they were pro Palestine. They weren't mad at him because of that. They were mad at Dude, him. Dude, because... did you see that stuff at Harvard? Like thirty-two student groups. Are you know, uh, like it was so great. 30, 32 student groups at Harvard were supporting Palestine, saying that's what the Israelis get. And then uh, every CEO in America said, Guess what? You won't be working for us. Like, it I know. I tried to write a and... joke about it how, you know what? They shouldn't be blacklisted because if I want a lawyer, I want a guy who could, who uh, can defend Hamas. Like, right. they, they make. <laughs> That's not bad. I like that. I did it last night on stage. It got nothing. It got really. Oh, it got like and people got so mad. I did like three of them in a row, and like it was just uh, you know, I said you know like, it's great because my whole childhood for years, if you said even up till recently, if you said anything negative about the Jews, you were Hitler. Like it didn't matter. Even when um, I don't remember who said it. Multiple people said like that Jews run Hollywood. Um, you know Kanye West saying like Jews run Hollywood. Everybody went up against him. He should have said afterward and they need to free palestine he probably could have got away with it people have been uh, like yeah, Kanye West," you know like yeah you know. Dude, it's crazy it's fucking crazy um 
So, uh, yeah, so that happened uh, last week. And then uh, what else happened? Oh, T- uh, Darren Elkins won against TJ Brown. He's a monster. He looks awesome. Uh, Terrence McKinney, he's the guy that overdosed and then came back to life, but was pronounced dead. Um, <laughs> he always have the, the strangest facts about fighters, like you always know. He won it twelve. He got kicked out of Boy Scouts. Like you always have some story. Did you see the Pat Meltich fight? No, I heard. I heard it didn't go well. But uh, yeah, I heard no. It. So Pat Meltich beat the shit out of Mike Jackson, like for two rounds. Like he won 2018, 2019. and then he got so tired that he uh, he couldn't get off the stool. Um, mm-hmm. But here, I'll show you. The, I'll show you some highlights from it. And then Mike Jackson was going around celebrating, but. Pat Milton is 57 years old. Like he, um, hold on, I'll show you what happened. So uh, no one should really be happy about this. Pat, because he wasn't in great shape. But um, so here's here's what happened. He's 57 right. though. <laughs> so that's Mike Jackson. Oh, so it was MMA? Yeah. I thought it was boxing. This was the whole fight. Pat beating up Mike Jackson. If you're getting beat up by a 57-year-old man, it's not your day, man. And then you got to celebrate because he got too tired from beating you up. Mike Jackson actually used uh, Dylan Dennis' strategy, and it, it worked. It's the only time it's ever worked. And Rocky and in that fight, just take a beating until he's too tired. Or like Pat beats the shit out of him, so I'm good. I can go home now. Like, I mean, who do you think won that fight? Like, who do you think won? Basically, a guy beats you up for two rounds and gets too tired and then goes home and takes no. That's damage. actual. That's like the the literal definition of quitting while you're ahead. He was like, you know what? I'm I'm done. I won this fight. I'm done after two. But now he says he has to go find himself in the uh, Arizona mountains or something. Pat said, he says he's going on a, some kind of a ritual. Uh, I wonder what he, I wonder why he wandered to the mountains to begin with that he has to go find himself. <laughs> the part of him that left and went to the mountains, I wonder why. Um, you ever see where Dana White said that Pat Militich said something that they rigged the Nick Diaz fight to cancel like against uh, Tremayev or whatever. And the reporter said, no, that was uh, Brendan Schaub that said that. And Dana was like, it makes sense. Like oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, that's fu- what that the fuck is, fuck is Pat Mills just talking about? Yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, uh, they were like, no, it's Brandon Shaw. Because, oh, that makes sense. That was great. Oh, <laughs> my God. I mean, yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I don't know uh, how to feel about this. Um, about Pat. Did you hear that Kimbo Slice came to Brandon Shaw in a seance and told him he was proud of him? <laughs> no. Really? You didn't hear that? I did Yeah, Brandon Shaw went and saw a... Uh, a gypsy of some kind or whatever the people that read fortunes or whatever, or a, a, a medium to talk to the dead. And uh, they said there was a, a man whose name started with K who wanted him to know he was really proud of him. He's like Kimbo. And they're like, yes, it's Kimbo. Like they just, um, you know, so Kimbo apparently is floating around in heaven, just proud of everything. Brandon uh, definitely that. wasn't, it definitely wasn't Kinnison. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> There's another guy with a K connection that says your comedy blows. <laughs> Sam Kinnison, maybe. There would be you couldn't narrow that one down. He says like comedy blows. I don't know. That's a lot of K's. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I did not hear that. Um, and then uh and then so then over the last couple of weeks, because we haven't been back here in a while, 
So, uh, yeah, there was uh, a bunch of fights. Um, Bobby Green, did you see what happened with his, his fight? No. He was fighting my friend, who Grant Grant Dawson, who was like a five to one favorite, and Bobby Green knocked him out with like a jab. It was like a switch jab in like twenty two seconds. Really? Um, yeah, it was fucking. I know. Was what, that the main event of that card? Wasn't it? Wasn't that the that main was event? the main event. It didn't look like it was that hard of a punch, but I guess it's the ones that you don't see are the ones that you know. And now he claims he smokes fifteen blunts a day, Bobby Green. Um, so hmm. he's gonna celebrate. Smoking. <laughs> so celebrate by smoking 16. But here's uh I guess here's the knockout. I'll show you. Um people were said it looked fixed, but it obviously wasn't fixed. Um, but I mean I guess sometimes it's just these are the ones that hurt you, Sean. Right. I'll show you. Was James Krause anywhere near the arena? That was his look right here. Look. Southball. Southball, straight up. Wow. That is nasty. Right here. Holy not a big pop, just straight. I mean, what yeah, do you? That's weird, the, man. Sometimes it's just the right spot, man. Strange, right? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, and I, I texted him, and he still wants me to roast him. He's like, "Yeah, I lasted longer in bed than I did," it. and I was like, "I'm like, well, at least you didn't pre-com or something." That was like, right. you know, but I'm like, "Fuck, man," and you know, and crowd, and this dude won 15 fights in a row to get there. It's just like, fuck. Um, it's crazy. So yeah, 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 sometimes it's just the right spot, man. It's I've been hit before just sparring and, and buck, you know, like knees buckled. And it wasn't really that good of a shot. It just got you in the right spot on the chin or the temple or wherever, man. It's weird. So we're talking to Rufion Stotts right now, who's the number one ranked guy in Bellator, right? Or, or number two? He uh, also in his car. He fought for the championship. I don't know if you remember, Sean. So this dude was like, he won like 20 in a row. He was he was a monster. He beat everybody. And then his last fight, he fought a guy that need him that I didn't think people's knees could go that high. It was uh he it was one of those things you can't prepare for. Um, but now he's his coming knee, back. His knee was smoking 15 blunts, also. The other guy, the other guy's knee uh was it was it was crazy. It was did you get that joke it. though? Because that was pretty good. No, I, I do, but we actually um get that high. Yeah, you're right. There it is. Uh, remember we we showed it before. Um, we we I, against Apache uh, Mix. I showed you the fight where it was just like the guy landed a knee from like thirty feet away. Is that what happened, Rufion? Yeah, he that tall mother skinny leg motherfucker landed a uh, he landed a beautifully timed <laughs> knee that I, I I damn sure didn't expect. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, his body frame and me not, you know, uh, I guess preparing for that, you know, uh, yeah, he caught me up the middle. I, I didn't even, I barely, I definitely didn't see it while we were fighting. And, um, like even afterwards, it was hard to catch. So it was a, it was a nicely timed, you know, attack. Yeah. Like it went all the way up to you. And I was like, yeah, that motherfucker yeah. was like past my goddamn, <laughs> like the top of my head. Did you, did you see any of his fights before where you're like, oh, he does that? You know, he like flashed that, but he didn't uh he never really committed to like or I haven't seen, you know, of him like that. That wasn't even in my um uh kind of things to watch out for. Um uh, one of my, my teammates uh might have mentioned like, oh man, I forgot he he do he flashed it. But um yeah, we didn't I just didn't they told uh, you that I didn't expect that at all. They told you that after the again? Fight, oh, by the way. Right, after the fight, the hindsight is twenty twenty, you know. Uh oh, that is you know, bullshit. but um yeah, it is what it is. Um, not only that with the fight, like my, uh, I feel like I've done some where 
nutrition wise, I wasn't on top of it this last uh, camp, you know, and that's something I'm I'm able to change. You know, I, obviously I'll change, you know, some um, uh, just being aware, you know, uh, being aware of things. But um, I passed out during my freaking uh, weight cut uh, during the fight, you know, or, or like the wake up before the fight. So, um, not that that was the directly, directly, you know, a uh, result of me, um, getting knocked out, but I know there's something I can do better. You know, uh, one thing I can do better is, uh, you know, defend, uh, defend things up the middle better. Um, uh, but something I can, can control is, uh, um, my nutrition. So. And I was just like, I really focused I was like, on that. damn, man, where did that come from? I'm like, how do you, yeah. How do you even prepare for that? If you don't know that's coming, that's one of those. Like, that's not, that's not this. The other thing too, it's like not his, um, that's not his wheelhouse. That's not, uh, it's, I don't want to call it a fluke because he definitely threw the knee to land, you know? Um, and that's a definitely an attack that he has. Um, but you don't see him, you know, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, copying that. You know what I mean? I'm not going to see him, you know, do that to a lot of people. So, no, you um, only two losses. The yeah, I know. And like the Marab one was like a spinning back elbow. That spinning was, back fist, yeah. And it's like two grapplers that I was not expecting. Was I just wasn't beat. expecting them to, uh, you know, uh, throw intent behind strikes, and um, and that's my fault. That's something you know that I need to change. You know, I, I need so, to so I need to give people fighter. more respect. I need to give people more respect. And uh, you say what? You're still my favorite fighter, so. Thanks, man. Appreciate it, man. I'm somebody, you know, somebody likes me, so I'll be all right. <laughs> now, do you have a fight coming up? Yep, I got a fight coming up against the uh, highlighter head, um, Sid the Sloth, uh, Danny Sabatello, so that's going to be fun. When is this fight? Uh, it's uh, November 17th uh, in Chicago. Nice, nice. Now, Sabatello's coming off a loss, right? Yep, Sabatello lost to um, Magomed. Um, I also fought him, like, two fights ago, uh, and I beat him. You know, he ran away crying, so I'm hoping to, to do that again, you know, send him kind of packing uh, in his home state um, of Chicago or home city, I guess. Um, but, yeah. Now, what's going on with Bellator? Is it sold or what? I have no idea. I bro, I don't I know just as much as you know from the tabloids and from the uh posts. I don't know at all. Like uh somebody came up to me and uh was like, Man, is Bellator being sold? And I had no idea, you know, that it was um I they literally have told me nothing. So either they're in negotiations with something and they're you know keeping it hush until um something happens, or you know, um shit, they already they already sold and they don't want to like tell nobody. I don't know. I don't know what what they I have no inkling on on nothing. It seems like they're um it seems from the last show it looks like they are uh carry on business as usual, you know. Um yeah, so I don't know. Now what um now after the last fight and you're married, did your wife were you were you beating yourself up? Did she, was she was it blowjob nonstop to make you feel better? Like like what you know, uh, no, I feel like my wife at the at this point, you know, she's been there with me through freaking uh, like my wrestling career all the way to all this MMA stuff. And um, like we got drunk that night. You know what I'm saying? We uh, got busy. You know what I mean? Um, we've been getting busy. Uh, I took some time this summer, you know, just to like hang out with my family and to like uh, decompress and refocus and stuff like that. You know, get some stuff in my uh, my family kind of uh, settled and stuff. And um, yeah, so it was for I a million mean, bucks, right? It was for a million bucks. It was four million bucks, man. That's that's what hurt the most. Like 
I know I'm going to take L's and I'm not afraid, you know, to put my best foot forward and go out there, you know, and then uh, put it all on the line. Like, I'm mad that I lost out on that million dollars. Like, that shit hurt. That was your wife like, like, oh, I would like to get this, but I can't because somebody didn't know how to fucking block me. <laughs> no, my wife, bro, she's so freaking low. She's low key. At, the, at this point now, she's like, I mean, what do we need money for? You know? And I'm like, See, we got we got people we can be taken care of. We got, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff we can be getting. And um, she's so low key, bro. She's a school teacher. Oh, she bro. don't give a damn, bro. She Dude, she and cool. You guys have kids? Yep, we got two kids, two How little old? boys, a five year old and then a two year old. And they what, running me ragged. They, they running me did ragged. Did they see bro. the fight? Were they at the fight? Um, they were they weren't there. They okay. weren't there. We um left them at home because it was like a trip to Hawaii. So we um we left them at home. Um my cousin, they uh babysitted them. Now they don't watch on TV. You say what? I mean they usually don't. We I mean usually don't put the uh like they'll see me. Like sometimes if people are watching the fight, they'll be like, Oh yeah, that's daddy. But they're like young enough to they not they don't really care, you know. Um, one time I was putting on. my one time I was putting uh Clarence to bed. And he was like, uh, I think I had a, a poster of like uh, when me and Juan Archuleta fought and then it was like Patchy and Horiguchi on there. Um, and he was like, oh, hey, did you fight this guy? And I was like, yeah. He's like, oh, did you fight this guy over here? I'm like, oh, I didn't fight uh, Horiguchi. He's like, you fought Patchy? And uh, I was like, yeah. And he was like, did you win that? And I was like, no, I didn't lose <laughs> or I lost or whatever. And that like hurt me. That hurt, you know what I'm saying? That hurt me to say to my kid or whatever, but I was, we was able to talk about losing and, you know, why, you know, um, why you just keep going and why uh, you all you can do is try your best, you know, and the results are going to happen. Um, and, yeah, you know, so. You should have, life, like, a man. fight where you win, like, on like on repeat or something. That way, have your cousin watch it first and then go, I want to watch Daddy's fight, and you show an old fight. That way, yeah, yeah, that's what you got to do, you know. You just yeah, keep yeah. no, no. I want my kids to see, you know, what I'm saying they're gonna see me rise, they're gonna see me fall, they're gonna see me um fight through adversity, you know. What I mean, that's just the way it is. I, I love that, man. You just taught me a lot. Um, all right, so this week's fight Islam versus Volkanovsky. Yeah, who do you like, man? I mean, I like I like Volk, but I don't like his chances here. I don't like, I mean, I, I respect, you know, and um, I'd be ecstatic if he come out with the dub um just because i like Volk, um but you know it seems like uh i watched the old fight or I, I watched the last fight over again and islam controlled that fight you know uh with with him on a full camp you know i just feel like he's got a he i mean he could do it if he goes balls to the wall but he don't have like um i don't feel like he's been he's been preparing like he needs to be um if this fight goes the distance Yes, I, mean, I think I think I think he underestimated him the first time. Unfortunately, I want Volk to win, but I think Islam's been preparing, and uh, and yeah. Volk gets fat. He gets like, yeah, you know, he gets up to one. He got a chubby little body, man. He got a chubby like a sausage. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I used to um help Henry Cejudo with his tweets, which I still do, I I, I said you look like someone put Matt Sarah in the drying machine or something, and that got a oh, big. Oh snap! Yeah, and he's shrunk. Now Usman versus Chimaya. Usman Shamaya. Man, Usman is my boy, bro. Well, Usman is the man. Um, I'm going with Usman on that one, even though it's the same situation. <laughs> you think Shamaya's going to win, but you want Usman? Is that what's going on? 
I want I want Usman to win. I and I which I don't know, man. I'm hoping, you know, this is different. Like um Bulk is going up away class and he's like, you know what I mean? Uh he's got a five round fight. Uh Usman has got a he, he doesn't have a five round fight. Um he's fighting somebody who also fought at um he was a big uh seventy pounder, but uh it's closer to um Usman's probably walk around weight. Um yeah, so I, I like Usman's chances a little better. This is at 70, right? They're fighting at 70, right? No, they're fighting at 185. They're mm-hmm. fighting a, a weight class above because they get a they get a uh, a crack at the title after uh they win, which is crazy. Um yeah, but it's they're both fighting uh um uh, Chimaev was at 70 before. Obviously, Usman was the champ at 70, you know, and they're both going up. I mean, granted Chimaev has been preparing to go up in weight, you know, but um Usman, you know, has probably been walking around uh, natural weight, so he's probably fighting uh, closer to natural weight, and it's only a three-round fight, you but know. So he, I feel like he can be though? dominant. He can be dominant through a three-round fight, huh? Does he have nothing to lose here, though? Where it's like, because everyone's uh, Usman. Yeah, is it going to be one of those things where he's actually Usman? Like, don't he don't have as much to lose? I wouldn't say he has nothing to lose because he has like an amazing um, legacy, and he's still at top of division uh, at seventy. Um, he has way more to gain though than he has to lose. Yeah, but uh, is that going to help him? Because his last fight, he looked awful against against. Leon Wait, his last fight against uh, Leon? Yeah, he looked terrible. Uh, I didn't think he looked awful. I mean, I thought uh, Leon had a beat on him for most of the fight. I don't think he looked awful. You know what I'm saying? Not too much on my boy. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Not compared too much. to how he usually looks. I mean, we're talking about a hey. guy wrecking everybody. Hey. He was wrecking Leon the first four rounds, and he got caught with a head. Hey, kick. don't nobody come at you. Uh, don't nobody come at you at your goddamn comedy events telling you how bad you look. Yes, they do. Uh, yes, they do. Actually, uh, they do. I probably do. Afterwards, <laughs> if I have a bad set, and they're like, "Hey, man, that was not good," I appreciate it, <laughs> especially if they know how good you you can be. Uh, yeah, honestly, that's true. Honesty is the only way to do it. Um, you would just tell me, you tell your kids that you lose. Uh, he did not look good. His last yeah. Fight. Okay. But because how Bet. good he is. Um, yeah. Because because he beat Edwards four and a half. Four he beat with four minutes. rounds to one, and then this this next round he came out and it was yeah. Four it, it was not the minutes. case at all. Um. But maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah. Four rounds. Yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. Ankalaya versus Johnny Walker. Uh, Ankalaev is a guy who has one loss, which was a fight he was winning 10-8, 10-8. Remember he got like. I think he got to to Juan or Jan Blakovich. No, the oh, no, he beat Jan Blakovich. It was a draw. The Blakovich. Oh, was a draw. draw. That's what it was. The guy that beats oh, okay. all the guys from uh, the one losses to the guy that beats all the guys. Uh, what's they call him? The Bear Jew. You know what I'm talking about? The Bear Jew. They call him the no. Bear Jew. He somehow can beat everybody from Dagestan, but that against, but he can't beat other guys. He beats all the Dagestani guys. He's like uh, Dagestan's kryptonite. Paul Craig. Paul Craig. Oh, Paul Craig. Oh, shit. Remember he, he just fight? No, no, he didn't. But no, how, how long ago you fought Paul Craig? He, he fought him in 2018. Oh. One second left. He got him with a triangle. And it was a fight that he was getting beat 10-8, 10-8. And, oh, and, yeah. Oh. Yeah. I mean, I got Ankalaya. Um, I feel like Donnie's been, like, up and down with his performances. Yeah. Um, He's a loose cannon. Yeah, the worst when he started breakdancing. Remember when he threw out his shoulder after breakdancing? And he fucking, yeah, fucked up his shoulder. Fucking idiot. Um, <laughs> so I don't even know who Nasreen 
Emavov is or Ikram Aleskarov. You know those guys? They, they Two sound, Russian dudes? No. Yeah, they sound amazing. Nasrin. Saeed Narmagomedov. Yeah. I know him. Saeed oh, yeah, Saeed. Yeah, he's fighting Gafarov. Yeah. Uh, Tim Elliott. Oh, yeah, that's a good fight. That's a, a Tajikistan guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good fight. I, I'll, I'll go with, uh, he's, I think he's the LFA champion, or he was the LFA champion. Um, I'll go with uh the Mooney's Mooney's guy. Okay. Oh yeah, and then yeah. Tim Elliott, who his his uh, he's fighting Muhammad Makayev, who's nine and yeah. zero, who's just been killing everyone. I went to I went to junior college with Tim Elliott. Really? Yeah, I shared a room. We uh shared some extracurricular activities <laughs> um in a room with him once in uh like uh, college wrestling uh. <laughs> Really he, was a, he was crazy, bro. And and in college, which he's probably no, he's probably calmed down a little bit. Um, yeah, I was like a freshman coming in, and he was like one of the guys that I looked looked up to because kind of he had been there for a while. And when I had came, I had heard stories about Tim Elliott. Um, and the coach had to like bail him out for um like getting in high speed chases with fucking cops. He was fucking he was crazy. Well, his we uh, went to some fucking house parties and he would just fucking Go through like like he owned everybody's house and shit. He was crazy. Well, his ex wife Gina, who I used to date, um, she you used to date like, Gina. Yeah, for like a, a two weeks or something. Now I wouldn't say like you know it was, a, but I maybe it might have been a month or whatever. But crazy story is that we dated for a little bit, and then I was at a fight, and she was fighting, and I snuck up with my friend to get better seats, and of course I'm in Tim Elliott's seat, and I, who's now dating Gina, and I'm like, oh man. Oh, and I, I go, he goes, no, nah, it's okay. You were here first. And I don't know what he meant by that. But like, <laughs> I wasn't sure how, I'm like, I don't know if I should. Like, he knows? Him. He yeah. knows? Well, anyway, so anyway, Gina ended up cheating on him on their wedding night. Yeah. Right? And he posted about it. Now the guy is fighting in bare knuckle boxing tonight. And Tim. Oh, I think I've seen that with the, uh, the freaking, what's his name? Kevin Kroon. Yeah, and Tim is sponsoring the other guy. Tim is, is that true though. Yes, he said it absolutely true. He he like tweeted about it. He's sponsoring the guy fighting <laughs> the guy who cheated with his wife. What? What's up, people? Listen, today we're here with a sponsor for your bouncing bundle of joy. No, I'm not talking about a baby, although that's adorable. We're talking about your baby makers. Boom. That's right. Today's show is brought to you by Manscaped. But just like babies. Your delicate little guys have sensible skin, trust me. And they deserve products not only skin safe, but also with safe ingredients. That's where Manscaped's Platinum Package comes in. From razors to shower care, this package goes above the gold standard for your body hair. So treat your beautiful boys to the world's finest toys at manscaped.com. And use the code MMAROASTED for 20% off plus free shipping. Listen. Manscaped, I used to have the the hairiest nuts. It was it was it was rough. I mean, girls would go down there, they would choke. Okay. I, I one time I had to go to the hospital. It was just ugh, nothing worse than you know, in the middle of a of a BJ having a, a girl having to like go up and go whoa, 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 and start ripping out hair. It, it's not good. It's 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 bad. It, it it happens to the best of us. Okay. Some of you uh 
friends might be Armenian or Italian or just, just hairier people, all right? Maybe not. But the Manscaped Platinum Package 4.0 is a one-stop shop for the man who deserves it all, and that's you, okay? They designed this package to allow you to fully align your entire hygiene routine with elite products. We're all about elite, okay? The Lawnmower 4.0 Body Trimmer and Weed Whacker Nose and Ear Hair Trimmer feature propriety advanced skin safe technology to protect your delicate parts your delicate parts and holes. Both are waterproof. You can shave with less mess. Trust me, you don't want nose hairs and ear hairs. It's not good, okay? You want to get laid? You want to have fun? You want to relax? Check it out. Go to uh, the Platinum Package 4.0. They cover all bases from head to toe and hair to ball fro. Get 20% off and free shipping with the pre with the promo code MMA Roasted at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code MMA Roasted. Use the platinum package because the gold standard is no longer good enough. So check it out and enjoy everything. That's crazy. Yeah. So I, I'm not what? yeah, but but he's got a big fight tomorrow. Um, this guy, Muhammad Makayev, is nine and oh. Yeah, he uh, he knocked out Cody Durden in like one minute, or as yeah. he, he beat Jafel Falho, he beat Malcolm Gordon. But the last fight Tim Elliott fought, he looked amazing. I, I was like scoring. Yeah, Tim Elliott is like hard to get a beat on because he's got his own uh, style, you know. Yeah. So you're not going to uh, get it kind of replicated anywhere. So that's cool. Um, so I mean, and his wrestling is like you know, it's it's. It's top in the nation, or in the world. So, um, I'll I'll go. I'm I'm hoping for Timmy, uh, to pull that one out. Me I don't too. got nothing against the the monarch, the, the other dude, but have, yeah, yeah, I like Timmy. And then Trevor Peak is taking on Muhammad Yaya, uh, Javid Basharat versus Victor Henry. I feel like that guy's been around forever. Um, the Victor Henry kid. Yeah, I think Josh Barnett used to train him. That's the same guy. Oh yeah. Nathaniel Woods taking on Muhammad Namov, and then Jin Yu. Oh, that I like that fight. Yeah, yeah. Do you, do you know these guys, Muhammad Namov versus Nathaniel Wood? Uh, I trained with the Muhammad at um uh whatever in Colorado uh before. I haven't. I've never trained with with Nathan Wood. Um, uh, I've seen his fights. Um, it's pretty solid. What's Muhammad like? Uh, Muhammad is. He he's strong. Uh, he's got good power. Uh, he's kind of like a blitz. Um, or from what I fought him, he was like uh, blitz combos. Um, yeah, I think I think he's pretty well rounded too. Um, yeah, uh, he's good. Good, good, good. And then Jin Yu Frey, who is a a part time like rocket scientist um, slash fighter, just like a hot half Korean gorgeous chick fighter crazy she's fighting Victoria Dudakova who's seven and oh Jin Frey is 11 and nine I feel like they're just throwing her into the wolves here but I hope looks you know, like it seven yeah seven and oh um where's she from uh Dudakova uh, she, well, she said she was uh, probably from Russia but a date of birth unknown so I don't, uh, know, I don't even know how I don't even know how old she is uh, but yeah, so that's, that's, that's what's going on. Did you watch the Pat Militich, Mike Jackson fight? Man, I, yeah, I watched. 
Well, what are your thoughts on? You know, that? I train. I train with uh, Mike. I train with Mike Jackson, and I used to train for uh, Pat Militich. Um, so I tried to stay uh, biased as I could. Um, yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy to me that Pat Militich is still going at fifty-five. He was kicking like, the crap out of him two rounds. Like he was, he had yeah, around the first round, and then he had, then he beat <laughs> on the second round. He just got tired. And look, I like Mike. He got tired from. But yeah, I got tired from beating him up. Comments on Mike Jackson's feed. Someone will be like, "You, you lost." He goes, "Okay, white tears, white devil, clans." Yeah, Mike Jackson. Like, Mike Jackson knows how to get under white people's skin. I think. But like, bro, everyone's not a clansman. I, I would probably <laughs> yeah. argue that not one person's a clansman. That's like Mike. Mike Jackson is the equivalent to like you playing games online and some kid calling you the n word. You know what I mean? Right. He's like the opposite spec. He's the opposite end of the spectrum. It don't really matter what you got to say. If you have something to say different than him, he'll call you a snowflake, and then it gets you triggered. Well, it gets like, you triggered. I mean, first of all, it, like that's got exactly. It's got nothing. You don't know me at all. It got nothing to do with anything. Same way in a video game, a kid popped the n word. Like, ah, yeah, you n word. You know what I mean? It, you don't. They don't know. They don't know you at all. They just want to get under your skin. Oh Mike is an expert at getting other people's skin. Oh, dude. Uh, but have, you see Mike Bryce? has had the craziest. I feel like uh, MMA story, freaking ever. Yeah, of course they bring him in to fight CM Punk. He gets yeah. He's had the craziest freaking MMA story. Yeah, crazy, crazy. You can't uh, say it's like not successful. Like he's. He's uh he's well known everywhere. I'm sure he got you know paid decent. I so. just don't understand what his uh, end game is here. You know, like what the, what's the end goal? Like, I also I also feel oh come on, Mike Jackson. Yeah, I feel like Mike Jackson just in it for the ride. I mean, it don't seem to be that he takes it um like serious enough to be you know like a champion or anything. It feels to me. That he's like, I mean, if I can get a fight, get some money, it's a fun thing to do for my pastime. You know, it's, um, I like hitting people. I like, you know what I'm saying? Eventually, uh, he's going to run out of money. I think I have to get a job. And then when you're writing, I, like, think, I think that's the thing. I think he um has a job. I think he's like a day trader or something. I think that's what he does. That and then he does um photography. Oh. He does photography for uh, regional shows. So I don't know. I've wondered that too. I need to ask him. I have to just ask him, like, hey, bro, how you make money, bro? <laughs> but even like Jake Shields, like Jake Shields right now, who's like posting left and right about Palestine and Jews are oppressors and Jews suck and 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 and, and Jews are and genocide. I'm like, bro, eventually like you're gonna don't you want someone to be able to hire you or like like what? Right, like what? Or yeah, what's your end goal for, for money? I mean, I feel like that for a lot of people. Like what what y'all what you trying to like what do you what's your goal right now? You know what I'm saying? You gonna I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's crazy. I mean, I guess who knows? Um But I don't know. I don't know. You can't you don't know behind the scenes. I mean, I wasn't name I started like businesses um and stuff where nobody would know, you know, behind the scenes, you know, they wouldn't know from me, you know what I mean? So you don't know what people doing to make money uh behind the scenes, I guess. True, it's true. Uh did you watch the Bryce Meredith fight? Bryce Meredith or uh, Bryce Mitchell? Bryce Meredith. Uh, did he fight? Oh, he fought uh, Bellator. This last, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, 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 Bellator. yeah, yeah. I didn't, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch uh, his fight. I watched, um, yeah, I didn't watch his fight. He won. He he was on the post limbs. 
Bellator's brilliant strategy of putting people after the event. Uh, yeah. Those <laughs> uh, those freaking fight uh, spots suck. I've oh. never been uh, like on the post limb, but those. I mean, it it sounds like it sucks. Like you, you're ready to go at a certain time, and then you got to wait till the whole show is over, and then you got to uh, get warm again. Like, yeah, that sounds awful. Yeah, Bryce did good. He, I mean, he won. He won ten nine. He choked him out, right? No, he beat him by uh, decision. The guy, the guy was tough. Oh, um, oh his, yeah. His his, his stand up needs work. His stand up. Oh yeah. I mean, Bryce is his wrestling is so good. You know. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I mean, we'll see. Um. But uh, I mean, what do you think about some of these guys like like Bo Nickel? Do you think like do you think the Bo you Nickel, play? Jordan Oliver? Um, he I think he started fighting. Um, well, Bryce Mitchell. Um, a lot of wrestlers are crossing over. I like it, you know. Um, I feel like I mean wrestling is a cornerstone of MMA. You know, um, you you have to be good. You have to be good there to uh, be be really successful. Um, or it's, or it's an easy way to be really successful. So, I mean, I like it. I think it's going to bring, you know, the competition level up. You know, you got um, kind of like in the realm of uh, boxing, you know, you got people uh, competing, you know, hundreds or upwards to like 500 times, you know, in the amateur career um, to get good at competing and um, and that sport, you know. Now you got people from like wrestling who gets like hundreds of matches, you know, and in, in the amateur level, if you want to call it that. But how far um, away do you think is Bo Nickel from a title shot? From a title shot? You know, I feel like he gotta get he gotta get names. Um he's gotta get in those big fights. Like, I mean, he could have a career like uh I mean it's looking to have that he might have a career like um what do you call it? Uh Chemayev, you know. Um, but uh Chemayev, you I think Chemayev went like four fights without getting a single punch land on him, and then um and then fought uh Gilbert Be Byrne. Yeah. Uh, you know, so that's like that's pretty unprecedented, you know. Uh uh Bo Nickel, I think, is on that same path. Like I don't feel like he's gotten touched in uh any of his fights. No, he hasn't. So uh it could be like five given his given his name value and his um his pedigree of, of wrestling and you know, he's he's shown he's had good hands and stuff. It could be I would say like five. Yeah, I mean, he's very confident. He's beyond confident. Not very likable, yeah. but he's so good where it's like... Who he's not likable? I mean, he's not likable. People don't like Bo Nickel? I like, I like Bo Nickel. He's just funny. You I mean, don't like Bo Nickel. No, I like Bo Nickel, but he's like, I can beat anyone in the world. Like, And I guess you have to have that attitude. <laughs> yeah. Like, but like, you're like... Wait, that's you like, know? man, I don't, I don't get which people, I guess, I don't know. Like, do they... They want you to be humble, you know. People yeah. want you to be humble, but it uh, for you to obtain success at the high level, like you have to be confident, you know. Right. So it's like, um, I mean, I get shit now about you know, like talking shit. You know, I've been talking shit my whole career, uh, and uh, I lost, I lost at the highest level this last fight. You know, I lost for a a, a belt, you know, in a five round fight in the uh, finals of a million dollar tournament. Uh, and now, you know, I'm, I'm talking shit again. Cause I've done that all the time, but now they're like, man, you should be less, you should be less cocky no, and maybe you will right. win or be less confident. And, and then maybe you will win. Like, no, I don't want to hope that no, you're I win. Right, I want to go and take win. Right. But he had, he had one fight and then he also, um, like, 
But he's smart. I mean, look, he doesn't want to leave Pennsylvania. So he just brings yeah. people up to him. He started yeah. a very yeah. top team in his house. They started an AT, a, ATT uh, there. But, yeah. um, I mean, by the way, so how good are Terrence Crawford's kids in wrestling? Terrence Crawford? Yeah. They, 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 they pretty amazing, man. Like, they freaking, whatever that, um, goddamn, uh, the unification of like, uh, uh, or I guess I don't know the uh the best tournaments in the uh kids division. I think they won them at two weight classes, or no, one of them I think won it at uh at one, and then he's got one kid that's at he's really good. I don't know. So they're gonna they're like, like amazing. They're gonna be like D one national champions. Like they're on par to do that. On par, yeah. I don't I don't really like kids like uh competing that that uh intense um but unless they like love it unless they you just can't keep them away from it and they love it you know um but yeah so i mean yeah probably that's pretty i mean that's pretty amazing that's that's pretty cool that he puts his kid in the wrestling like not boxing crazy yeah not boxing yeah that's pretty cool man do they start i mean boxing is kind of like hard to start at a as a kid too well they got the pancreation stuff but it's like the trauma from it Right. No, uh, well, and then also it's a great base for MMA and, you know, yada, yada. Yeah. Like Frank Mir's daughter is a monster. You ever see her? Oh, yeah. Wrestle. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Freaking beast. Dude, she's. Yeah. I mean, she. They, I think she's the UFC already like signed her, I think. They're like a minor league contract um, or something. Yeah. I seen something like that. She was on like Fight Pass or yeah. something. Like they're like that, a cat. Yeah, it's a cat. I got a cat. I got three cats, a dog, and three bunnies. It's a fucking circus here, man. You got a you got three bunnies? Yeah, I was with my How many kids you got? I one. Wait, I have one God dog. Damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we, we were, and it wasn't even on purpose. We were at the at the park and this bunny started following us around. So someone dumped the bunny there. So I'm like, I call my wife. I'm like, hey, my wife loves bunnies. So she's like, so she goes out and buys a chicken coop, like a, a couple grand for a bunny. And then it puts in the backyard, but then everyone's like, oh, you got to get more bunnies to make that bunny feel better. So we oh, my. Yeah, that's where it starts. And then the bunnies yeah. come pairs, and then my bunny starts raping the other bunnies. Like, we bring them in. It's not fixed. We brought them into, like, a rape room. So then we had to oh, spend $1,000 to get them fixed because they're considered exotic animals. And then people are like, hey, my buddy's being bullied. Can we? Can, I, can, can you take them? So then it's a fuck it. We have all these bunnies now in the backyard. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. So, bottom line, don't start with one bunny because then they multiply. Dude, not the only, day, not only like they they fuck like rabbits, they fucking multiply. Hey, dude, there was a possum in there the other day. It was a possum. Uh, I, I go into the bunny cage. Trying to get at the bunny? No, he was just chilling there, like this little baby possum. I'm like, how the fuck did this? You got a farm. Sound like you got a farm. Then the mom house. came. The mom came to get the baby. Like the mom started circling the whole thing. Like she's like, don't hang out with those bunnies. It's like it's like it's like Israel and Palestine over here. It's fucking it's crazy. <laughs> Fucking, it's crazy. Crazy. Uh, wow. So wait. So your fight's on the seventeenth. It's in Chicago. Yep. In uh, Chicago. Nice. It's a rematch. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Hopefully, I get this fight done. You know, I go finish this dude, and then I get another rematch. I'm. I'm. I'm hoping that if I grant this, uh, pussy a rematch, then I get another uh uh rematch <laughs> against somebody that I lost to. Now, now, did you know this guy? He had good wrestling credentials, right? Wasn't he a, a stud wrestler? Yeah, he was pretty good at a wrestler. He, um, I think he he was like a national qualifier. 
Yeah. Did uh, you know of him before Bellator? Did you you know him or from wrestling? No, or? no, I didn't know about know about him at all. No, because okay. he made no. a lot of noise quickly. But then he uh, did. He did uh, just from his antics or like how he talked, how he talked to how he talked to people. You know, and it's not his skills. His skills are not good. I, he does one thing well, you know, and he wrestles. Which I mean, said if you can force that one thing on most people, then you know you can get pretty far. I was close. I was getting, closer than I thought it was going to be, right? Yeah, it was closer than I, it was closer than he thought, but not really. Like I, it should have been a fucking uh, unanimous decision. Like I beat the shit out of him. He was bloody, and he was he just hanging on to me freaking for dear life the whole fight. He was really good at hanging on though. He was fucking phenomenal at hanging on. And then he had he must have paid off Doug Crosby. That was the time where Doug Crosby was just making a bunch of crazy fucking um uh judges decisions because he thought it made for good TV or made for good theater or some shit. Um. Yeah, he had my fight. He gave him, he gave uh, Sabatello all around. And that's the only, that's why how why I was a split. He gave Sabatello every single round. What did you do? Did I was like, what the fuck? I don't know what I did to Doug Crosby, bro. I don't know what the fuck. I must have called him a snowflake or some shit. I don't know. I don't know. What the fuck happened? you in college with his daughter? Did you bang his daughter in college or something? Maybe. Maybe he'd have found out about some escapades or something. Maybe. Shit. I apologize though, you know, don't fucking or just don't be around my fights. I can't have Doug Crosby. But yeah. Um, yeah, I do that. Um, and then I just I guess I also wait on what's gonna happen with Bellator. I guessing we should find out here soon. Cause um Showtime, I guess, uh or Viacom is stepping away from all uh combat sports, looks like. So I guess so we'll bad. see what happens. I'm I'm okay, guessing well, Bellator gonna, has something. Gonna... Yeah, when I was growing up, we had HBO boxing, we had Showtime boxing, and it was the best. I don't want to yeah. go on a fucking DAZN or ESPN oh, yeah. twelve. I don't fucking I don't yeah. want to have to search out that shit. Like, it's yeah, terrible. it's terrible. Yeah, yeah. I think that time when they had DAZN, I I think I heard so many complaints. Um, just like DAZN not working and shit like that. I just don't. I don't want to. I don't want to do it. It's like twenty dollars a month or something. So I'm not going to do that for Misfits Boxing. I'm. Just, I'm not paying that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> don't give a fuck well, about Dylan Dane is fucking jump Gillies on fucking in a boxing match. That was ridiculous. That was that. This dude is the most. He really is like the Kim Kardashian <laughs> of fighting. He's like he's famous for nothing. Like he's famous for absolutely. yeah. Uh, yeah. So famous for nothing. I mean, Crazy. I don't know if he's monetizing it or what, though. But we'll see. I mean, he sounds definitely... like he is. He makes the, he makes it seem like he is. Well, he made money for the Logan Paul fight, but yeah, he made money for the fight. He sounds like he thought, or he told fucking Aaron Hawani that he gets paid like ten thousand a post or some shit. But it's like with him, like how much can you believe? Like nothing. how much? Nothing. <laughs> can but you I really believe? His name isn't even Dylan Dennis. It's like <laughs> Mike Berkowitz or something. Anyway, listen. <laughs> yeah, Rufian, you're the best. Yeah. Have a great weekend. Thank you for everything. Yes, sir. I love you, man. Hell yeah, man. Thanks for having me on, bro. Anytime.